Today's episode is brought to you by Epic Eyewear. Epic Eyewear offers some of the best quality sunglasses at an affordable price for all. Are you tired of dealing with large corporate companies? With Epic Eyewear, they deliver quality customer service as a small business would offer. As a testament to their product, Epic Eyewear stands behind their product 100% with a no-hassle warranty. They also offer free returns and exchanges. So if you're in the market for new sunglasses, check out EpicEyewear.com. Female, veteran-owned, and made in the USA. Use the promo code WHISTLE10 for 10% off of your next purchase. Today is August 28th. It's me and Sean again. And this we also have a friend via cell phone, Mario Lewis. The Super Mario Brother himself. In the yeah, dungeon, kind of live, kind of tired. He's a little sleepy. Well, you're fatigued after a fantasy draft. Yes. You guys, you guys did it. You know, like people think, oh, it's just something casual I could do on my lazy boy recliner. No, you're, the brain is working. You know, you're trying to find, you're trying to find that next big pick. You know, it's like you're scouring the shit the trying steel. to find the diamond. Who exactly? Oh, touches, yeah, and you're yeah. you're getting it. People are people are really good at fantasy now. You know, guys Some have people. had a decade in. Oh yeah. But the people who are into it, like, you know what I mean? If you really look into it, and you don't, not spend, you don't have to spend a lot of time, but you have to do your research, and people got skills. Yeah. You know, drafts are, like, pretty pretty solid. Well, everybody's listening to the same stuff, right? And exactly. Everybody watches, everybody watches ESPN. Everybody goes online and sees the same crap. You know, it's just, it's just a matter of how you interpret it, man. Everybody it, likes different things about different guys. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all the same regurgitated yeah. bullshit. You know, it's just yeah, who's going to say well, it differently. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all really about uh, all you can go off of is what they've done in the past and, and what kind of opportunity they have this year. For sure, you know, for that's sure. Always how I look at, at fantasy in general. So, I mean, it's it's not rocket science, dude. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of doing your homework a little bit. So, is Mario is the draft more important, or is it in season trades and roster management? It's everything's important. You know, you, you don't want to like shy away on anything, dude. I mean, you got to make moves, but, but you also got to, but you also got to be sure that you're not like quick. So people know what's your, how many championships have you won? They get longer leashes than others, right? Like you're not going to, you're not going to drop the guys you draft in the first five rounds mm-hmm. in the second week. I mean, you no. can, you know, you can do whatever you want, dude. I've seen people do the dumbest shit possible, but, but in general, you're not going to do that. Yeah. You know, you're going to wait. Yeah, you're gonna wait wait on some guys, and then the guys that you take late. I mean, they're they're flyers for a reason, dude. You know, if they don't work out, it's not like it's gonna kill you to try and grab somebody else. You know, and I think the the one thing that's been like kind of coming on over the last five, four or five years is like the handcuff, right? Like everybody needs the handcuff. Let's get the guy that in case this dude gets hurt, you get you know you get the handcuff, the guy that uh, the guy that backs him up and and could be the clear cut. Who's the biggest handcuff this year? Well, in my opinion, Austin Eckler. Uh, Austin Eckler? Yeah, because he's going to play early. Or like or Pollard, you know, same thing. Yeah. You know, Tony Pollard, anybody, like those two contract situations are, are terrible. Um, the best handcuff, and I'm not homering it here, but probably Brita. If Colbert gets hurt, Brita's a stud. Yeah, Brita, Brita's not bad. Is there anybody else that you can think of that's like, okay, this guy's going to be... 
Lesnar be badass after. Well, you know, if, so, if, if some people is. some people might say like you're looking at out Al, the Alvin Kamara situation. He's going to be on like a pitch count, and then they bring in a guy like Latavius Murray, who's been a starter previously in Minnesota. Yeah. I'm not a yeah, big Latavius Murray fan, but he's 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 a commendable backup. I mean, he's a guy that's got experience. He knows how to run the ball. He had a decent second half of the season last year. Like there's like two or two to four games where he went over a hundred with a few touchdowns. So it was like. I know. But his points are huge. I had, I had him and Dalvin Cook in the league last year, and I know he's just boring, you know? Well, he's just not a... I'm not a handcuff not fan. A, no, I know, I know. A lot of people aren't, but it's like it's almost like getting pieces of the backfield, right? Like, if you got Geist this year, you had to get Adrian Peterson, you know? At least that's how I looked at that. If you were going to draft guys... You got to get the backup. AP, too. And, you know, people are... I'm starting to buy into this, like, you... you you draft the running game, you know, like you'd almost have to use a high pick, like a top 12 pick on AP, even though he's down that like 200 range. No, that that's, that's agreeable because you don't know how this young kid's going to pan out. I mean, he's coming off a fresh ACL, hasn't played a snap in the league. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a toss up, you know? Yeah. It's, well, the, the problem with that situation is just they're terrible. You know, the Redskins are going to suck. So it's like, are they ever good? Uh, you got to No. Who's gotten you the most points from the Redskins in the last five years? He's like the worst. He's the worst owner in history. So I, they, no one ever knows what the deal is over there. Yeah, he's like, just partying, though, right? With Daniel Snyder? Yeah. I would, you, yeah. I would hang out with Daniel Snyder. So, well, I would, so would I. Back to Paulo's question. Who's the Redskin that's got you the most points in the last five years? Right. The, the what? Say again? The, the Redskin that's got you the most points in the last five years. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, Kirk Cousins. I'm gonna say for me, Chris Thompson. Hmm. Oh yeah, all right. Chris yeah. Chris Thompson's a guy that can catch 15 balls a game out of the backfield. Yeah, but he's not gonna yeah, go anywhere. He no, can. I mean, he's gonna be so, hurt by week two. A lot of people we were talking about. A lot of people uh, got Rams players, right? That's a hot team as well. Yeah. Right. And we think yeah. is, is is and is that leaning towards a bust this year compared to its previous year? You know, are they going to live up to what they did last year, points wise? I don't know about bust, but I'm I'm pretty sure that they regressed to the mean a little bit, right? Like they were all you can't have. What player is going to take 3, the biggest chunk yards. of points? I mean, you can, I guess. Ah. I mean, three three thousand yard receivers. Think about that. Like if you go look at the projections, I don't think Cup is there, but I think Robert Woods and. and What's his name? And Cooks are both over a thousand yards. Dude, they're they're they're, ranked, they're ranked way too high. You know what I think it's yeah, going to be? I, mean, I think I it's going to be just way too much. There, they got they got what's his name Reynolds, and I'm sure some of the other guys are going to get targets. And I think this year you'll see Josh or not Josh McDaniels. What's the guy? What's what's the Rams coach's name? Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Yeah, McVay. Right. Uh, he was he was calling out all the plays uh, last year to Goff after the defense was set, right? So this year, uh, I think the, the microphone or whatever the thing is shuts off after the first 15 seconds or when the play clock gets to 15 seconds, right? So the defense, what all the defenses are going to do is they're not going to show the look until – you know, there's 15 seconds left, and they Goff make the decision. Yeah, so I think Goff is going to be the one. To him, you know, before, so I think what's going to happen is Goff's going to. It's it's not going to be as good. He'll be okay. You know, he's not a total turd, but yeah. At the same time, like there's going to be a lot of like a lot of learning on his part, and I think that's going to hurt the whole Rams offense. So as as Paula's okay. saying, 
you know, I agree with him. He said he thinks Goff's going to take the biggest hit in terms of fantasy value. And, you know, I don't disagree with that statement because, like you said, it's like the onus is getting put on Goff to make the decision. You right. know, it's not the coach in your ear being like, all right, this is we're going to do this when this guy does that, and we're going to hit this. You know, you don't have that safety blanket in your ear. Nope. So we'll see how that goes. That's going to be the... That's going to be interesting. I think they're they're going to be fine. They'll score yeah. points. Hey, let's bring it to another team. Okay, Sean, let me ask you. What team do you think, if it's not the Rams this year, what team generates the most fantasy points? What team generates the most fantasy yeah. points? Oh, I'm I'm going to go... Oh, God, this is kind of tough. Are the Saints up there? No. Well, yeah, they are, but they always are. Right. I'm going to throw a team out there that we talked about already. I think okay. the Cleveland Browns are going to produce some high... High fantasy point values. Yeah. You got yeah. two primetime wide receivers, young running back, quarterback that's just... Two. Two running backs. Oh, yeah. It's when just... Kareem Hunt comes back, you know, that's another guy. You got David Njoku at tight end. Baker. And they score. They're not big point, not big yards guys on top of it. They, they're they finishers. Well, we'll see how Baker does in his sophomore season. But he's got, like, the weapons are there. The O-line's not great, but it's it should be good enough. Hey, so last year we had um, Cleveland Brown predictions, right? I was wrong. We, let's do our 2019-2020 Browns predictions I real already, quick. I already made mine. Okay, tell I me. Made mine what is it? like four weeks ago on the show. What was it? Uh, Browns win the AFC North. Oh, my goodness. I yeah, say... I can, I can get on board with that. You can? I can get on I say 9-7. and seven. They're going to win the division. I don't know what games they're going to win, what they're not. I'm just thinking... What, Mario? They got a good defense, dude. They run the ball. If they can run the ball, which it sounds like, you know, if they're with Chubb and, and Hunter healthy, right? Like they run the ball in December. I mean, I could see, I could see that easy. You know, ten and six. Who could? Who's going to be able to run the ball like that? Pittsburgh will. You know, it sounds like they'll be able to. Who knows? You know, I don't know anything about the line there, but I, I know John Connor's still there. And he's a beast. Yeah, know? I mean, the Bengals are going to be terrible. Oh yeah, they're suck. I don't even know who else did the AFC. You got you got Baltimore. I mean, Mark Ingram's there. Oh, Baltimore, yeah. But they yeah, got well, they have no zero pass game. Yeah. But then what about Houston? Like Lamar Jackson. Houston's in the AFC South. Oh, I know, but I'm just yeah. I was I wasn't thinking about division. I was thinking about well, more you points. Know what? Like division, division. Yeah, it, regardless of the division, dude. You know, what I think it's going to put up numbers. The Falcons. I mean, they're inside 13 games this year. Yeah, see, the Fal- the Falcons to me are always that, like, they're the boom or bust team. They got, they'll got yeah. they have one game where they everybody just lights it up and then they shit the bed. Shoot, for it's two almost weeks. quarters. They don't I mean, finish games. It's Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's again, like, I don't, it's almost like a perfect storm, man. They're not going to be playing out. They have to play outside three games this year. Oh, that's crazy. I've never even you heard know, something. Like, yeah, they're gonna be. They're, well, they're they put up numbers. They I, put, they I play once know. outside. They have to play once outside at Carolina, once outside at Tampa Bay, and where's their out of conference game? Uh, it doesn't Tennessee? matter. I don't think it even matters. No, Tennessee I mean, is have, in the AFC no South. Right. They play the fucking Saints twice. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, they play. They play a lot of good teams, you know. But they play. They play inside. I mean, yeah. it's, it's Julio's, Julio is going to be, I think, better as long as he can stay healthy. He'll, he'll it's always a foot or a, or a wrist or something with that guy. Mm-hmm. He'll be better in the touchdown category this year, and I think Calvin. Ridley I think Calvin Ridley may has has a much better year this year. The one yep. the one thing that just doesn't do it for me is Devontae Freeman. Really? I I I don't, man. I mean, he's got the skills, but it's just it's it's, ne- it's never there. You know, yeah. it's like. 
he's good with that boring category, but he could go, uh, he can go a thousand in like 500. Honestly, no, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, that, that's definitely feasible. He could do it. it it's yeah. just, it's whether or not he can stay in the fucking lineup. You know, yeah. he's, yeah. he's not a small back. It's just, he always gets fucking hurt. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, over the last couple of years, he's been hurt a couple of times. But the seasons that he's been there, he's been full guard. I mean, there's a reason they traded Tevin Coleman, you know. Like, I think they're they're kind of – I really think they're kind of betting on Devontae Freeman. Well, not trading him, but didn't re-sign him, whatever. Yeah. I, think that, I think they like Devontae Freeman, and I think that – I mean, this other guy – this other guy, Smith's not a – Ito? Bowling ball. Yeah, he's more of a, you know – Kind of like a slasher, but he's a big dude. He's kind of a big dude. Yeah, he is. Which that's the one thing I worry about is he might lose some carries to Freeman. Might lose some carries to Edo Smith inside of twenty. But I think that that's. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think Freeman will get his. Again, if he stays healthy, eight to ten touchdowns for Freeman is not like way outside the. No, but the the thing with Freeman is he's going to make up for whatever he lacks in the run game and the pass game. Yeah, you know he's a he's a fifty to sixty catch guy per year you know yeah. like you said five six hundred yards and that's huge mm-hmm. yeah it's like i mean it's like a crappy receiver yeah that's like a, that's you're like a number like a three that's like a number three receiver yeah you're getting like a player and a half dude so i mean it's i i don't know i like him i think he's gonna do good i think austin hooper's a good player and i think you know he'll be better this year and then they still got sanu don't they yeah they he was just unproductive. Well, well i don't know what happened last year Sanu, yeah. Sanu just, he just dropped you know, off. It's I mean, they drafted two, two years ago. He had things. career numbers. It's yeah. all, it's all relative with Sanu. You know, they keep bringing in a third wide receiver, and it takes away from his looks. And you know, he he's just the guy that gets lost in the mix. Yeah, it's Julio's team. You know. Well, yeah, but that's okay. I, mean, uh, I think there's going to be there there's going to be plenty of targets to go around. You know, they're going to be getting a lot of those those high scoring. You know, I mean, I don't, the defense, their they're, defense is okay. Yeah, you know, but, but they're, they're terrible. Not, like, yeah, they're not good enough to really scare anybody, you know. And the Falcons are going to score points, so whoever they play is going to have to score points. And it's just one of those things, man, where it's it's going to be a lot of, there's just a lot of points to go around for them. So I think that they'll have one of those years where it's just a lot of a lot of production. You know, hey, you let's, want a part of those offenses. Mario, let's talk about yep. your draft tonight. Okay. What league is it? How long have you guys been doing it? It's my league. And for the record... What's it called? Is it just called Mario's League? It's Champions Champion, League. It, it, Eddie's and my league should be called Mario's League. <laughs> <laughs> I set it up. I set it up 10 years ago, I think. Decade? Are you guys a decade in? Years. No, dude. It's 10, been, 11, 12 years now? It's oh, been longer exactly. than that because, remember, it started on Yahoo Sports? Not yeah. Yahoo. Um, uh, no, you're right. It, it was or Not Yahoo. It was... Uh, Fox Sports? Yeah, yeah, Fox Sports. Dang. Fox Sports, dude. How many That's championships have you won in that league? Left. Hey, Mario, have you won? How many times have you won your league? Uh, either two or three times. I don't know. I think only two. And what about you, Foy? I, 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 have you won it? Of course you have. I, yeah, Sean won it. Won I won. I think game. I won it the first year. Yeah, Sean won it the first. Sean won it the first year. And you guys don't have a trophy yet. No, no, how many no, guys no, are from the be- how many guys in the league that are still from the beginning? Two. Oh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, just me and him. Just yeah. me and Sean. Everybody like, else kind of migrated to Eddie's league. 
Yeah, yeah, Eddie's League. Well, because it was a live draft. You know, you got, it, I don't know. There was a lot of reasons. Eddie's League's fun, you know? I mean, it's it's been it's been the staple, dude, over the last... Fucking decade, years, for know? sure. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing... <laughs> We've been doing the live draft, and that was like the whole thing with Eddie's League. Is, so you know, get, get here, together, messing around. It's the only time we ever see each other. Yeah. So here, <laughs> here's here's what I'm going to propose on Sunday when we get to Eddie's. When we get well, to Ken's. No, I told you I'm not going to be there. Right. I, I asked you if I could Facetime you. Want to be oh yeah, that's Sunday. right. Because you got some yeah. fucking communist thing to go to on Sunday, yeah. right? Some fucking. You're gonna be the FaceTime guy this year, Mario. He's got yeah, he's yeah, got a yeah, fucking yeah. soccer oh, thing to go to. Fucking my girl's on the kickers. Go. No, Charlotte was good. She's gangster. I've seen I've seen the film. Yeah, Charlotte's her game so, nasty. Well, since you're not gonna be there, this is what this is what we're gonna propose to do for for Eddie's league for the following year. You know, we're just gonna throw it out there. It's what we do in Ken's league. So we're gonna have twelve. We'll have twelve balls to choose to pick from a from a jar. And, well, or ten. The number of teams in the league. Yeah. So it's one through ten. So you pick your ball out and whatever number that is, it's where you're gonna draft from for the first two rounds. It'll be a snake the first two rounds. Okay. Alright. And then every other lead every other every other round you pick the ball out of the can to determine where you're picking in that round. So we do. Right. We would do that for offensive players, and then for defensive players, we we do something different, or we just go to full defense. I'm kind of so, I'm kind of getting so, to the stage where I'm almost over individual defensive players. Oh, dude, I hated that about your league. Okay. I hated that. Yeah, I, I it's like fun, it. but it's it would be fun to do in maybe one league, but it does. It's a lot of rounds. So if we do the we do the ball thing, then we're looking at like. Just cut. Just go team defense. Just no, no. Just take a team defense. Team D. Or yeah, I mean, if we do that, then it's easier. Yeah. I mean, or just not do team defense because team defense and kickers are pointless, in my opinion. Oh yeah. I guess team defense is not that bad, but like they should be one position. Over. I'm just over in general. It's like can't. There's no. uh, There's no real strategy in taking a defense. I swear to God. I mean, who knows who's going to be good in any given year? Mario. Uh, Honestly. Isn't it true? Like, how many defenses? Like, who the Jags? Like, what the defense that are always number one ranked? They don't finish number one, or even top five most of the time. Yeah, I mean, so I just I'm kind of over that, dude. I I think that we should we should get rid of a lot of stuff. And I do you like the head coach in our other league, Sean? Next year, we'll see. Yeah. Um, To answer your question, Paul, yeah, I like our head coach in our league. Yeah, I like definitely. yeah, we have a head, head coaches too. We have a head in the coaches league. We have a head coach position, where you know it's dude. It, it's it, it's it different. Can, it Listen. can make or break you, man. Can we had a punter too. <laughs> yeah, long snapper. So yeah. the head co- <laughs> the head coach either gives you points or takes points away. If you win, you get X amount of points. If you win by more than this amount, you get more. And so on and so forth. If you lose, it's negative five. And if you lose by X amount, it's like up to a certain amount of negative points. Yeah. So if you pitch it, pick a shitty coach and they get the shit kicked out of them, you know, you're going to lose 10 points. Right. No, I know. And that's and I've seen that before. Ben Ben's in a league that's like that. And I just, I don't know. I wouldn't get behind that. I'm kind of, I don't know. It is what it is. It's kind of, it's either or, right? Like, I, if you're, you're just picking a team, game, it's not even the head coach. Not, I, mean, I get it. You're picking a game along with players, which is fine. Right. It's just kind of, 
don't know. It's kind of defeats so, the purpose. So you guys drafted tonight, right, Mario? Yeah, yeah, we did. Who's the guy you're most happy you got on your team? Uh, I'm going to say in terms of value. Or the guy you wanted. The, like Again, when you look at his name on your roster, you're like, sweet. Yeah, I don't look at it that way. I look at like, okay, there's an area you know, that we're drafting from, or there's a certain number of guys that we're drafting from in an area. Um, I think the best value I got tonight was Matt Ryan, for sure. No question. I got Matt Ryan in like the 11th round. And I think that was by far the best pick of the draft for me. I mean, I picked a bunch of guys where I thought I'd pick them. Other yeah. Than that, what know, about you, Foy? Just, who 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 are you most happy about, or who do you think is the best value on your squad? Um, the ha- I, I'm not gonna go with value. I'm gonna go in terms of sheer happiness. Good. I got. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I did. Luke Keekly. I did get the number one and number two ranked linebackers. Yes, I did. I took uh, the Colts linebacker. I can't think of his damn name. And then uh, Luke Keekly. But that's not what I'm happy about. I'm more happy. I'm more happy about getting. Alvin Kamara at four, so I did not have to pick Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I can get on board with that, too. Like, that made my day, like, huge. It's like, I would have taken Zeke, but I really didn't want to. Because it's yeah. it's like, you don't know. You just don't know. No, you don't. You don't know. And you don't want, you don't know in the first round. Well, that's what happened to me last year in uh, in I your know. league. Remember, I, I t- know you can't not do that though. You can't not. Levion was by far the guy. Where yeah, I, I could. I was sitting number two last year. I couldn't not take him. I know. I know. I took David Johnson last year, and I mean, we all know how that turned out. Oh, dude, that I- first overall pick just absolute dog shit. So <laughs> it it is what it is. You know, I picked. You know what? I, now that I think about it, I picked David Johnson two years in a row. Uh, the I I had him two years ago in Jason Butcher's league. Yeah, and I ended up winning the league. Got hurt the first game. Right, picked up the Jason Butcher, and I won the league. <laughs> I won the league somehow. I picked up enough guys to where I tore it up at the end and somehow won. But, well, hey, let's talk about bad drafts in our coaches' league. I want to throw uh, big old tires out because wow. he was uh, he was a FaceTime guy, and this has got to be wow. out, like this has got to be one of the worst drafts of all time, Sean. Yeah, if you're the FaceTime guy, you better know what you're doing. Oh, so well in our coaches' league, there's rules if you're the FaceTime guy. You get you get to be FaceTiming for two. Well, no, 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 no. He was on. No, let me let me. Yeah, let me bring say it, it, break right. it down, Sean. He was on auto draft because he only called in for his first two picks. So his first pick, he took Zeke, and then he took Juju Smith Schuster. After that, he was on auto draft. The way auto draft works in the coaches' league is that you get the next best available at a certain position and you don't it doesn't continue it goes like so whatever the next best available is that he's got like he went running back receiver his next best was tight end, tight end. so then he got Zach Ertz and then he got Melvin Gordon and then he got Andrew Luck <laughs> and then he got <laughs> he got one other guy that's fucking Dude, I got AJ Green it, I mean, it was just like, oh man, and we did it by the ESPN th- uh, two hundred or three hundred, whichever one, and it just became eventually throughout the week. You know, the whole Andrew Luck thing is hilarious. You know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? Who had the so in your Champions League, Mario? Who had just call them out by their team name? You don't have to throw out personal names. Who had the worst draft? Uh, Mario's uh, brother-in-law. It, it, the brother-in-law. The brother-in-law. Yeah. 
They're oh man. He always is like, How many years he been in the league? Making the worst picks. I don't know. He just picks guys you can pick in the last round. He's a fucking, he's a fucking bloody fucking Scotsman. Scotsman. Oh, is that yeah, an accent? He, yeah, he's Well, he had a good team last year, right? He ran into Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, just just coincidentally. Just, yeah, like I, I think he randomly will will pick guys like out of nowhere that end up doing good. But I mean, Curtis Samuel for Christ's sakes is like He's like the number two or number three in Carolina where they don't throw the ball very much. Well, Cam, like, Newton's, ter- Cam Newton's fucking terrible. Holy yeah, God. then he picked somebody else before. I don't even remember what he did, but he didn't. He, he texted me afterwards. He's like, I'll donate my money in about a week. Sorry, buddy. Sorry <laughs> for that, buddy. Apologizing about how bad it was. So I think that uh, I'm pretty sure Davey, Davey took a dump. Uh, Mike always like thinks he knows what he's doing and then ends up. I'm surprised he didn't take more Raiders. Fifteenth round, you know, huh? I'm surprised he didn't take more Raiders. Who has the most fan? Yeah, so how about that? There's always the guy that picks guys from his team. Like I'll just obviously pick Niners. I don't know if you do it, yeah, Mario. I think I think we all know who that was tonight, and that's like that's Norwine. Norwine's like, Norwine took every fucking chief he could. Five but that's a, like a is that are the Chiefs going to be the number one? But he didn't even team? get he didn't even get like the good Chiefs. Oh, no, like just some random. He got like Louis this. Picked, Louis picked a bunch of Cowboys too. Louis picked Zeke and. I knew Louis was going Zeke. I just knew with Louis sitting at number two, there was no way he was going to let Zeke pass him by because he never gets Zeke. Guys, just listen to this, and hopefully these are good notes to help you if you're having a draft from now until next week. Don't be a fucking homer. Don't be a fucking homer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's like rule number one. (laughs) Don't pick guys because they're on your fucking favorite team, unless they're like the best player in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just yeah, don't do yeah, it. If it makes sense, fine. But don't, yeah, don't be that guy. Hey, uh, I want to take a time out and talk about epic eyewear. Shoot, Paolo. Well, I'm looking at your freaking face. We've been in the sun all day, and you've been wearing your glasses. <laughs> Sean's got the gnarliest side of eye to ear sunglass time. Yeah, he looks like there. a freaking raccoon, but it's totally worth it because epic eyewear sunglasses are awesome. I've been wearing them forever now, like the last two weeks. There's no... Freaking scratches. Two weeks counts as forever? Pretty much. Uh, during a football, for, for, for me, during the summer, Paul, you've had beginning of the like season, I'm telling you. Well, you've I've been trading like them out. Months. I've been trading them out. People have been wearing them. But Epic Eyewear, awesome shades. Use our promo code WHISTLE10. WHISTLE10 gets you 10% off. Not to mention they're veteran-owned. Yes. Women own, uh, uh, Women started the company. We talked about that last time. Female. A female. A person of another gender, which isn't Whoa. in huge quantity in the military. Boom. Fair. Well, well, good save, Paul. Yeah. Well, good I've save. been drinking. You know, we've been, we've been drinking the makers, and it's getting to me now. I think. Is it? You've, we've had one cocktail. I know. I've had Is more than just, a cocktail. Are you, are you just saying that my old fashions are that much better than yours? Yours crush, bro, and that's why I, I default to you all the time. Yeah, I'm not the barman. We haven't had a cocktail together in months. It feels like. Yeah. And this is a <laughs> solid cocktail. No, but Sean, Sean can't do podcasts with a torn up knee. Oh, dude! No, I forget where I was last. What did I do last week? Oh no, I had a golf thing last week, a tournament thing. Sean, you yeah, you were in a golf tournament, and he only played short game. Yeah, and, and how many putts? How many of your putts counted? Uh, you did pretty good. I putted pretty well. I chipped pretty well too. How many counted? Like I don't know, thirty percent. Okay, it's not bad out of eighteen holes. Mario, you been playing golf? Nope. Me? Uh, I don't know. I haven't played much in the last few months, but yeah, I mean, I 
down to about a 10 right now, 10, 11. I know. You know I'm all right. I wouldn't say I'm good. Do you want to? Do you want me to set you up with a game versus Coach Armena? <laughs> he will play you. Name the price. Yeah. At the ranch. Of course he will. Yeah, of course he will. I know. He's been playing every day. Well, Tony always plays yeah. every day. Walking it. He's the man. Mm-hmm. And he's walking it with epic he eyewear. That's what he does. Doing. He Tony's actually rock. If if someone's wearing epic eyewear more than anyone else in the San Inez Valley, it's Tony Armenta. This guy is walking. Five, getting his steps. Do you see him at practice? I'll be like, what? In. I'm like, is he okay? He's walking back and forth in circles. I can get my steps in. But no, Epic Eyewear is amazing. Check him out. EpicEyewear.com. Whistle 10. Use the promo code. G- give him as a gift. You know? Wear use it for a, yourself. Put him, just leave him in your car. Hey, not, and then to, you, not to completely change the subject, but didn't somebody uh, get a hole in one at that two match tournament last week? Oh yes, yes it was a girl, a young, a young lady. It was uh, yeah. Maxine, Maxine Little John. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that not only yeah. does it win her a Mini Cooper, it wins the whole squad a Mini Cooper, well, right? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the minis. It was the Chevy. Okay, everybody, even better. Everybody won a car up to with a thirty-five thousand dollar value. Whoa! Yeah, dude that used to work at the or at the uh, at the river course. He um, he was in that group. Uh, AJ. Yeah. I know he was in that group. AJ and then the the lady that that older lady and the, the she was the one that had the the ace. And then the other two people they all got yeah thirty five thousand dollars cards from. So. For all the tournaments you guys have done, how many times has some, a hole in one winner happened? That's the second time I've seen it. And what was the first time? Uh, the first time was probably eight years ago at the same tournament. Oh. On hole four, the Mario. same, the same, uh, no, yeah. different hole, dude. The one of the dudes that owns El Rancho got a hole in one on hole four. He used like a driver on the par three and got a hole in one and won a Camaro or a Corvette. He's like seventy two years old. Oh, man, yeah. dude, this is pathetic. The guy's using a fucking driver. It's a two hundred <laughs> yeah, yard par yeah, three, I, but it I went in. I can't say shit. The motherfucker hit it right in the hole. Yeah, I, I can't either, dude. I've never, I'm hardly ever that close. To How? That. What's the closest to a hole when you've ever had? Uh, like right on the on the feet. lip, four feet. Four feet. What about you, Lou? I've come pretty close. I was like, I don't know, eight inches, I think, at, at Sandpiper, and then I I came pretty close at uh, where was I? I've gotten close at Muni. I should say, I actually not Muni, I uh, was, Glen Annie. I, I, I got with, was, I got within two feet in Glen Annie. Yeah, Glen Annie. Yeah, the, I think it was like I don't know which. I think it's nine. There's a part three. Uh, that kind of is like on the uphill one. Yeah, it's a little bit uphill, kind of going into the clubhouse. And I was with uh, Jason and Brock. We were playing in the in the Forester tournament, and I hit one to like three or four feet there, and I was it like crossed the face, you know, it yeah, was close. But I uh, yeah, the one at Glen Annie I thought was in. I thought that like or not Glen Annie, the one at, at Sandpiper that uh, I think it was eleven. It got that's the downhill, you know, going into the ocean part three. See, my biggest fear is is I'm going to get a hole in one when it doesn't count for anything. Then I'm yeah, just going to no, be pissed. Guaranteed that's what's going to happen to me. It's like, oh, cool, I got a fucking hole in one, but I didn't win anything. That's great. That's <laughs> yeah. really fucking great. Yeah. I'm going to be so fucking mad. I might throw my clubs, break my fucking putter. Dude, don't I, you only play tournaments? The, the only time you play by yourself, you hit a hole in one. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's like, no oh that's there. fucking awesome. Yeah, great. Yeah, real good. Real good, because nobody's going to fucking least, believe you. Yep, total waste. Uh, kind of a segue, talking about golf, you know, the guy that I roll with, Brooks Kepka. 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 
And the ESPN body issues out. Have you checked it out this this season's uh athletes and their bodies, Sean? Uh no, Scott. No. No, I don't look at that shit. Lakey Peterson? Who? The surfer girl? Who the fuck is that? She's from Santa Barbara. And? Sponsored by Nike. Good for her. Well, champ. Good for her. I don't know who the fuck that is. You don't know her? Fuck no. There's only one surfer that I've... I'll tell you later. Exactly. That's the only surfer you need to fucking know about. What what about Dukahama Maka? (laughs) I ain't Kama Ina, bro, so I can't fucking... What about Laird? Laird Hamilton. Ooh, that's right. Wasn't he a skateboarder? No, he's the guy that rides big waves. He's, he's like, is that, yeah, he's Gabrielle Reese's husband. Is that is yeah. that is that the guy that was in uh, riding Mavericks or whatever? Uh, he's uh, in it, but no, step into liquid. I mean, we might have been. It's, it's chasing Mavericks. Chasing That's, Mavericks. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't remember. I think he might have been, but he was like in Endless Summer. He yeah. hosted those two dudes, and they were out in Tahiti. They rode all those big waves. Oh, yeah, no, I, I remember Laird Hamilton, but when you think surfing. From our our generation, oh, he's still the best. You go yeah. Kelly Slater all yeah, day. Have you seen Kelly yeah. Slater's like backyard wave pool thing he's got? It's fucking ridiculous, dude. That thing is insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I but I'm not a surfer. I can't. I, I can't. Man, I'm a bodyboarder. Yeah, it's boogie. About the, I, I boogie. Bo- yeah, I body surf. I boogie board. I float like a champion. You know, with the waves, yeah. just keeping my head above the water. I like boogie boarding, but goddamn, does it chafe my nipples. That's why you gotta wear the rash guard, bro. I won't. I will hardly get in the Pacific. It's too damn cold here to get in the water. I'm not worried about the cold. It's the fucking sharks on the coastline that I'm worried about. Oh man, sharks, cold. Dude, you've been vacationing a lot this year, Mario. Dude, you just got back from Belize. Uh, Give give me the rundown for this, like the last two years where you've been around the world, or just cool places Uh, around the nation. We we went to Belize, and that was uh, that was pretty rad, dude. It's um. You know, cheap dudes, two to one, right? So, right, two Belize dollars to one, one American. We had, a, we had a great time, dude. The only crappy thing about that side of the world, or that side of uh, the Yucatan, right, where the it, it's the the seaweed there is like super gnarly, you know, like it, it's this seaweed called sargasm, and it like oh, I love orgasm. Invades, <laughs> yeah, right. I know it, it, it invades the beach, right? So it's like there's like piles of seaweed right in front of the. Uh, I want to say something totally inappropriate to that, but I'm not going do to do it. Say it, Sean. We did a lot of swimming, hung out there, and did our thing, dude. But it's rad. I mean, we were eating lobster for like 25 US dollars a night. Yeah, so, uh, so mean, pretty much. That. Pretty much, I want you and your wife to hear this. I got really tired of seeing all the fucking pictures of you guys eating great food hanging out on a beach. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, oh look, Mario's still in fucking Belize. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. when, kind of like when you went to Europe and fucking cascaded the continent yeah. for yeah, a month. We did that. We did that. We went to Spain last year, and that was a lot of fun, dude. I would, I would do that again. I would necessarily go to all the same places but barcelona's bitching and, and we went to granada and sevilla which are like southern spain and that was that was pretty badass Gr- granada so, isn't that where there was that you, uh, military evacuation uh, i don't know would you go to Pampanello and watch the running of the bulls pampalona uh, no. no but there was there Pamp- was definitely Pampalona. there was definitely uh, pamplona 
Yeah, yeah there was definitely a bull ring in Sevilla, but I don't think there was anything. Dude, have you ever seen down. a bullfight? Dude, yeah. I've heard bullfights are fucking intense to watch. Oh, intense, bro. Yeah, I would watch one. I, people who aren't, I think, and this is because obviously it's highly criticized by a lot of people. Animal cruelty, all these other people. But they eat but, the bull. But the people who are like fierce, who've competed, we're, we're, we're athletes. We understand what's going on. It's one on one, bro. I don't care if you've got little sabers. You go and against a, a fucking eight hundred pound yeah. bull with big ass horns. I re- yeah, I, I'm the bull most of the time. And they fuck, dude. When the human gets caught, they get fucked. Oh up. Yeah. fuck, bro! They're wearing their fancy little vests and with their bedazzled ass little black hat. All right, quick question. Mm-hmm. Give it to quick, me. Quick question: Would you guys ever consider doing the running of the bulls? No. I used to. When I used yeah, to, I, I when I, I used to, but yeah. now no yeah, way. There was they, a lot they, of stuff they, I, I used think, to consider before I had kids, right? Like, no, no, I, not right now. Have you seen? I think, there's a, I think there's a special. I don't know if it's on one of the the internet sites, Netflix or Amazon. I think I think it's called Bull or whatever, and it's about people, people who families who've been doing it for years. Like it's the most detailed uh, documentary about the running of the bulls, and have do you ever remember the video? Like what these the guys who live in Pamplona, they'll they don't run away. They're running with the bulls. They're running next to them, and they're like, "Hey, okay, this is how we're going." They're guiding them almost. They're yeah. the, they're like the they're like the the, the sheep dogs, and I don't know if you so obviously they're on like cobblestone wet bricks, turning on a camber. It's freaking gnarly, and they crash into a wall, that just and they're going it. the wrong way. The bulls are facing the wrong way, and what and a guy's like a guy who's done it 20, 30 years, bro. His his kids doing it. His dad did it. Right, and he gets the bull's attention and turns them around and gets them going. It's an intense thing to see. Oh, I bet. And he I would saved love to watch all that. those bystanders. I would love bystanders. What I say? You said bystanders. Bystanders. Bi- <laughs> <laughs> Why am I throwing a hard D in there? I hear my. I like. I'm saying it. <laughs> Fucking makers. I would love to watch the running of the bulls. Watch it. Just be a fly on the wall, some little bar, getting shit-faced, watching all these fucking idiots run from the bulls. That'd be so awesome. You know what's even a crazier thing? So they run them into an arena. And those people... So the the craziest part, I think, is the tunnel into the arena, Sean. They they fall apart. They climb down. Some of the gnarliest injuries happen there. And then, for I don't know what... They're like, hey, they're almost here. Everyone's almost safe. We're going to all lay down in a pile on the ground and create a a jump. And the freaking bulls come, and then the, they jump over like 30 people lying next to each other. It's freaking stupid. It's like the human yeah. bunny hop. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, you want to see me fucking ollie over this fucking can of people? It's ridiculous, but it's one of the most intense things. Um, for me, it's a tradition thing. They raise the bulls to be, you know, for this thing. It's it's cool, you know. How's, what's your overall feeling about that? They eat the bull. Yeah, the, I mean, it's kind of a rite of passage thing. That yeah. to me, that's yeah. that's what it is. I would go to Spain and do that though. That's a. It's definitely it's it's passing it down from generation to generation, and even so, yeah. with like even with the animals, it's like mm-hmm. those bulls are bred specifically for that, and they live a good life. Yeah, they have it good, and it's not like it goes to waste. Mm-mm. No, no, we were we were there during the World Cup, so that was you know that was kind of the. The thing, obviously, at the time, right? Like that was that was a lot of fun. We would go to 
you know, the bars there and hang out and watch the game. And it's like, just going, America. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. No, well, it'd be nice if we were in the damn thing, but, uh, no, we were, we were in the middle of this, um, this big, they have like all these little squares, these little town squares, you know, and you like go hang out, watch, you know, do your Tiananmen square. Dinner, and it's like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but they have like, you know, they have these big courtyard areas. And there's like, there was like probably fifteen thousand people, and everybody had a TV, and all the bars were like putting the TVs outside because it was hot, you know. And they have these overhangs with all the like the misters and shit. And they like, I don't know, it was rad, you know. There was a lot of people, and, it, and the the energy for something like that, you know, especially in like like Sevilla is not a, a huge, huge town. It's big, but it's not like enormous but, yeah, um, but everyone's focused on that kind of thing like that everybody oh it's like everyone it's not not some people it's everybody well you know, know what i think even like the world cup could be anywhere in the world but spain and france and some of these countries europe in general is a great time to be in europe during a world cup well when when all you got is round ball i mean typically that's all you got <laughs> yeah, hey what about team usa losing in hoops did you hear yeah, about that? They they lost to somebody, then they beat Canada. Yeah. Have, have you have you do, who's on team? USA? I think it was Australia. I don't even know who's on the team. Yeah, yeah. nobody gives like, nobody guys, nobody know? gives a it, it's it's like they should still like you should still have Kobe and Jason Kidd be on the team. So no, they yeah. still do better. Yeah, it's it's like turning into preseason football. Yeah. So Honestly. so here is here is my expert opinion on Team USA right now, uh-huh. and I'm pulling it straight from Major League. Okay. Who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. You know, it's like nobody gives a shit. It's like, no, oh, congrats. No, well, it's not that even the it's no, not Olympic year. I only care about Team USA during the Olympics, right? Is that is that like unfair well, to say? Who we got Jalen Brown, Mason Plumley. Come on, Marcus Smart, Harrison Barnes, Brooks yeah. Lopez, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. That's dog yeah, shit. You know, oh my gosh. Yeah, that that's like the C squad. That's like the C squad of the NBA. Not even. No, that, but that's like the yeah. players on that team. Like that's not That's like the M squad. That's the D League. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, that is. That is. It's, that's like It's like, "Oh, cool. Go resent, go go represent the United on, States. You guys what, suck." Yeah, Mike Shashevsky, you ain't that good of a coach. <laughs> well, oh no, it's Pop, huh, this year. I don't I don't know, but the, when you, when you think about it this way, it's like, so you just read off the roster for Team USA. When you know that every other country that's involved in this tournament play has all professional, like the country's They're, best. They have NBA players. Their best players from their country representing their country. Well, let me look at Team U- Australia, right? It's, you, you, you could name the guys. Um, but, but still, it's like everybody else is sending their best, and we're sending like our eighth best well because they our guys play in the nba and they play mad games and they're everybody is the same the same stuff going on in all sports right now man everybody just wants to get paid everybody realizes well my body's going to be so broken after this that you know i need to i need to make as much money as i possibly can right now and and honestly so they're garbage it's like it's all the same you know bryce harper wasn't signed until right before the season that never happens in baseball never and and that I just it's getting to the point where it's it's not it's it's all bad you know all the publicity is starting to, it's all this garbage about you know this un-American BS and like all the other you know I mean there's just so many it's it's not even a sport anymore it's just about the story you know like I I'm kind of kind of sick of that dude let's just play the game <laughs> I mean you know, let's do what we're paid to do guy I mean you guys these guys are making 
These guys are making a better life than they ever would have in anything else. How many games are they really playing in the summer? 15. The, the basketball guys? Yeah. Yeah. Less than 20? Right, that's what I'm saying. Less than 20? 15 to 20. You know, and and, and they're probably and and that's probably counting uh like live scrimmages for practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? My my thing with that is is like dude, do you want to go to like if you do summer league, I would count that as like training camp. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for the season after that. I, I'm going to skip camp and, you know, just work on my shit individually with the team. But it's just like I'm going to cr- like ease myself in because I'm already primed and ready to go because I've been playing all summer competitively. Yeah. The Drew League in L.A. is really competitive. And then, you know, you, Vegas just is popping off for all these games. They're everywhere on like social media. Like... You know, you got young talent playing these teams against vets and, and current, you know, stars. You got freaking, like I said, we, me and uh, Record were talking about J. Cole and his game. And he's playing with, like, Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, you, Mario, you mentioned Bryce Harper real quick about signing right before the season. The more and more I think about that deal, the more and more I think fucking the Washington Nationals overpaid. Like, don't, don't get... Don't get me wrong, Bryce Harper's good, but three—he's not three hundred million dollars good. No, well, he's a career two fifty hitter. He's got three hundred million dollar talent. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's a three hundred million dollar personality on top of it too. So he's gonna have yeah. decent numbers. He's gonna sell jerseys. He's gonna put. He's gonna do all the commercials. You I know just, what I mean? He's no Mike Trout. And, but Mike Trout isn't but people. Bryce Harper are going to remember... People are going to remember Bryce Harper more than Mike Trout. No way. I guarantee. No uh, fucking way. Mike Trout... I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just depends. Well, that's like... Kind He's of more of a character, bro. I'm telling you. It'll last... We'll see. You know? Like, the next 10 years... Trout is a back. freaking piece of sheetrock. Dude, Mike Trout... Mike Trout's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, first... I, again, you're, you're just thinking... What's that, Mario? I have to agree with that. I mean, he's just... He's he's that there's, much better. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys. You know that you that you see, especially in baseball, like that kind of flash in the pan type dudes that you know that make a splash for a couple of years and they're gone. You know, and I guess that happens in a lot of sports. But Mike Trout, like I I haven't seen that short a swing with that short a bat since Bonds. And, right? and it's like, ridiculous. He's and he, he just everything is this short, quick to the ball, drops the head, and the ball just absolutely it flies. Flies. Oh, so I had number one draft pick in my baseball league this year. Yeah. Ken Ken is my fantasy baseball team partner. We took Mike Trout. Mike Trout's sitting on forty two dongs with a hundred home runs. Right. Forty two fucking bombs. With a hundred RBIs. Which which look, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not comparing bonds to to Trout, you know. Completely different Bond, players. Obviously, yeah, completely different player, you know. Well, kind of different, but, but I mean, the, the swing path is real similar. Yeah, I, they don't use a big bat. And I, I agree. Bad. Didn't Bonds you know? use like a 34-34 bat or it's something? It's big, dude. I, I, I don't know. Oh, it was small, bro. And he had that fat tape wad on the butt, on the butt. And he just choke up and short to it, long through it, just drive. Every, it didn't matter where it was. And he just murder it. Does that create... A bigger sweet spot on the bat. I heard stories of Bonds going back to Arizona State when he was playing with the Giants. Oh, the Iron Mike challenge? Challenge people. Yeah, challenge people on the Iron Mike and say, let's see how close you can get, you know, and still hit it solid. You know, and he would, he'd win all of those. Tell me what the Iron Mike challenge is. 
Well, the Iron Mike challenge was uh, the Iron Mike is a it's a pitching machine. I don't know if you I mean, do you know what that is. I don't. Like, is it just your Mike, is it your like basic box. pitching machine? It's like a, it's like it's it's this kind of box looking thing, and it's got an arm that flings the ball at you. Okay. You know? And uh, it's a it's just an advanced level pitching machine, right? And it's supposed to be an act like you know, like it's coming from the release point of a pitcher, right? So this thing, I mean, you can get it going fast, like hard. It it can it throws hard, you know, and uh, it's harder than those the, the wheel and all the other garbage that they have out there. Um, but the Iron Mike, it, it was just, it was probably the hardest pitching machine to hit off of because it kind of like, like flings the ball and it, it just looks like it's on you quickly, you know? Yeah. Um, so Bonds would get, you know, like it's, you know, 60 feet, six inches from, from the mound. So that's where the, the you know, the plate's at when you're, you know, hitting off the mic. And what he would do is he would get like closer and closer and closer and closer. And oh, he stepped closer balls. or move the, he'd move the machine closer? No, he would move closer. Oh, yeah, wow. He can't move the machine closer. He would move closer, right? So you move, yeah, like he would move closer and closer and closer to the machine. Uh, and whoever he was challenging would, would do the same, right? He said, hey, look, uh, let's see if we can get closest and still get it solid, right? And there's nobody that could come close to doing what he could do. Bonds would hammer time anybody on hey, the, on the so, mic. Mario, so, so I, I believe this because what I, I've heard um, Barry doing is he's looked – he, his reaction, his eyesight was is so good that he could see like the ball getting released. He's noticing grip, yeah. ball spin, yeah. drop, and all this stuff, and all and like he's breaking down three or four things that happen in hundreds of a second. Yep. Like yep. I've never yep. heard of an athlete with reaction time and or vi- like be able to process that information and and apply it to a home run swing. Yep. You know, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. To hear about, right, right. so so this cha- this Iron Mike challenge is like, yeah, right but, up his alley, right. So yeah. here here's my take on Barry Bonds. Everybody's gonna knock him for the alleged steroid use. Okay, well, let's be honest. Well, let's be honest. He's juiced out of his mind. Never tested yeah. positive, guys. Never tested positive. <laughs> but if if you compare the body type from the Pirates to the Giants, he grew an inch and fucking. You're talking about a 40. thirty year career, man. So he, here's my thing. Steroids in baseball help you in the long game. Your recovery is great because it's a battle of attrition. Right. 162 yep. games, you want to stay on the field. Right. Stay- but he was also a gym rat. It's not like he wasn't working well, on. No, well, no de- I mean, definitely not. And at one point, at one point, everybody. I mean, you know, look, the steroid era was the steroid. Era. But he everybody did it. Everybody did. But he took something completely different than everybody. Some form of something or HGH or whatever they were doing, you know, and that's like... It wasn't illegal. Yeah. It was not illegal. No, well, I mean, I think it was... It was frowned it upon. It was frowned yeah, upon. It was frowned upon. Okay, but anyways, I mean, it, it also, like, I mean, think about, I hate to say this, but like the golden era of baseball, you know, which I, to me is like the Sosa... The McGuire run. That, that old era, which I know is not like what they term the golden era but like that's it, for our I, lifetime it is i remember yeah for our lifetime i remember that's that's i really didn't watch baseball after that i was i was kind of over it it's boring it's a long game you know i i, I never really got it so mario we're hitting more home runs now than ever right well right now now is it but that's just because that's what's being taught now and now is it the ball being and what about the ball being different drive, right let's see how far you can hit it nobody pays to watch people bunt and run yeah. Nobody cares about that. Small ball's dead. So, so what's, yes, your, well, what's your take on these live balls? 
Uh, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a thing or not. I don't. What is that Verlander's thing where he was like getting all crazy about it because he thought you know that we were the, the league was juicing the balls for ratings, which oh, who knows that might be the case. That could be the case. But I don't. Who cares? You know? No, I, nobody I, wants yeah. to come and watch a fucking one to zero game. Everybody wants yeah, to see pe- no. people want to see the fucking long ball. No, and they are. I mean, that's and that's what's being taught now. It's just drop and drive. Like I never heard. I, I, Josh John, Josh Donaldson said this at like the beginning of the year. He said, "You know, you want to hit the bottom of the ball, you know, and, and elevate the ball." I, I never like I, I was never always top top, top of the ball. No, but or, uh, yeah, top inside half and drive, you know, drive down the ball to create backspin. It'll go, you know. But then you also miss down, which is fine, you know. If you can hit the ball hard enough, you know, hit the top part of the ball hard enough, you got a much better chance of getting hit than trying to miss. Down. Like and it's it's socially accept- boss, it's it's socially acceptable now to be a two twenty hitter with forty home runs. It's acceptable. It's, it's, it's kind of silly. It's you know? like OBP don't matter. It's like nobody cares about that. Just how far can you hit it? Exactly, just, and that 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 kind of bothers me. I appreciate the guys that are career two eighty to two ninety hitters because you know they're doing their job of getting on base. Mm-hmm. You know, they're yeah. it's yeah. like. You gotta have a little bit of both. You gotta fill in between. You know, go. It's going back to an old school strategy, I think, where you would place these guys in, you know, load the bases and then try to hit home runs and freaking get ribbies. The, the biggest, well, right, right. Well, and you can even tell like the body types are all changing. Like I went to a UCSB game. I went to watch them play Missouri State. I don't know, like in March or somewhere in there. And uh, I remember showing up to the game and like, man, I, I, everybody is huge. Like when I was there, we weren't small but we also weren't like not everybody was 6'2 you know 220 like literally every guy is humongous right like you have like no chance unless you're enormous now i mean in missouri state the pitchers were all 6'7 it's like it's almost a joke yeah like unless you throw unless you throw 90 plus bro you're not going to have an opportunity to play anywhere yeah you don't got a shot it doesn't matter anymore you know nobody nobody pays to see Greg Maddox or a Thummer or anybody that's... Or a Glavin. No. Nobody pays to see any of that. You know, they want to see the 100-mile-an-hour fastball. It's it's just power on power, dude. You know, there's no more finesse or small ball. or It's just it's weird. So, you know, it's a different, different game. So I want to go back to Bonds real quick because I didn't I didn't finish making my point with, with Barry. You know, obviously there are some issues with alleged steroid use, whatever. Be that as it may. People kept talking about, oh, he should have asterisks, all this shit. Here's my argument to that. Steroids do not help your hand-eye coordination. Uh, and yeah, no, they don't. How many, you, you look at Barry Bonds' numbers per, for his at-bats for the year. Barry Bonds walked, what, 300 times a year? Yeah. 300 oh. times a year. So he's getting roughly, let's say, let's, let's low ball and say 650 at-bats. Do you remember that they intentionally walked him with the bases loaded? Yeah. That yeah. one time, it was like unheard of. So, yep. so no amount of walks. Back, back, back to back to my point. So he's got 650 at bats. He's walking almost half of his at bats. Mm-hmm. So he's his sample size is 350 plate appearances. 72 of those are gone for home runs. Yeah. I mean. When you think about that's twenty five percent of his at bats for the Insane. year are going for home runs. That is 
fucking insane. Oh, man. That is hand-eye coordination to the fucking T. And not only was it, I think, a great era for home run hitters, there were some great pitchers out there, bro. It's not like he's seeing fucking bums, you know? No, de- definitely not. There, there was there was po- more polished, like, veteran guys. They, the guys who, who knew how to play the play, you know, they're, 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 there, was a, there was a, and there was a lot of guys with heat. There were here's here's how I see it. There were actually pitchers. They weren't throwers. Nowadays we got a lot of guys that throw hard and mm-hmm. specialize. Yeah. These guys that he had to face were fucking pitchers. Yes. You know yeah. they had to go out and pitch the game. They right. weren't. They yeah. they didn't have this one lefty in the bullpen to face one guy. This guy had to face the lineup three times. Right. Yeah. Think about think about being a lefty and trying to face Randy Johnson. You know. I mean, oh my god. These are the Diamondbacks, dude. Like it was. You're gonna lose. That that's a lose lose situation. A year. Yeah. You, you're not yeah, catching. Was... You're not catching a 97 mile an hour slider down and away as a lefty. Not a chance. Just dirty. Yeah. Just dirty. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I. You know. That's a different deal. Where is he all time on pitchers? Top five. Randy Johnson. Is he? No. Oh, he's got a ten. He's top. He's probably top ten. Top fifteen. I don't. Yeah. Maybe top ten. I have to think about that. I don't Most know. intimidating all time. Who? The big unit. Is he the most intimidating pitcher of all time? Most intimidating? Who no. Who do you not want to see? Like, you get one ML, MLB oh. at bat. Who do you not want to see? Bob Gibson. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. What is it about yeah. Bob Gibson that you don't want to see? He probably throw it at Mario's head. I'd probably throw I'd do the same thing Bob would do. Just throw it at Mario's head. Anywhere, right? <laughs> like, I think that's... That's what I. He wasn't scared to throw it up and in. He wasn't scared of you. Could see, didn't matter. You know, he buzz you, no problem. You know, and I think that's he's he has he had a reputation of being that way. You know, being just an absolute bulldog, would never give in. You know, never gave you what you thought you were going to get. And he he blew Chad. You know, he was like blue Chad. Yeah. Oh yeah, Cheddar like cheese. So like fast. So here the guy it, so, for me. If I was a hitter, the guy I wouldn't want to face, probably Mariano Rivera. You know yeah. what he, you know what he's gonna throw. He only threw one fucking pitch. But you still couldn't hit yeah. it. I mean, and it got incrementally slower as his career went on. And you still couldn't right. hit it. Yeah, well that's you know, something to be said if you throw one pitch different ways, you know, you throw throw something that breaks in, something that breaks away, and something that's straight, you know, you just I mean that's that's all it is, right? You could do that with you know, you could throw two two pitches, fastball, changeup, and probably have, you know, a ton of success if you if you can locate. Pitches, yeah. You know? so, yeah. Well, if you like, mean them look the same, right? Just yeah. Two different. So hey, I want they look the same, but they have two different speeds. You know, I mean, it's just it's that's tough. So one guy I wouldn't want to see that would like intimidate the shit out of me, and he was on one of my teams, Oakland A's, Dave Stewart. That yeah. motherfucker was scary as hell, yeah, Doc. I don't know. Yeah. If I had to pick an A I didn't want to see, it'd be Dennis Eckersley. I, both of them were together, though. It's like, oh, I'm seeing the A's in the late 80s, early 90s, like Fluta. It's Hus- that Jack Morris. Jack Morris is not a, he didn't throw very hard, but Jack Morris is an absolute beast. Was Jack Morris ever. for the, Jack Morris was on the Tigers, right? Uh, it was on the Twins and the Tigers, yeah. Okay. So. Like, the thing with me with Eckersley, it's the arm angle. You get in that fucking submarine action. It looks like it's going to hit you and just runs across on you. I know this doesn't matter, but great stash. Great stash. Dude, great stash. Yeah, great stash. Yeah, no uh, hey, what about, um, was it what the Little League World Series finished? 
Virginia or Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh man. But I'll tell you what, this is the it was over before I knew it. Most time I you know, you see all these It didn't seem like there was I, a lot of coverage. It didn't it, it wasn't a lot of coverage this year. Most of the time it gets way more coverage. They had they, Curacao, huh? Yeah, they, yeah. Beat, they beat Curacao. And then Curacao lost the the, the consolation match. Or something. Well, they lost they lost No, I think Louisiana no. Louisiana had a kid I think that batted perfect. What? He batted a thousand in the tournament. Like, the lefty had like fifteen hits or something. Yeah, it was crazy. He hit a grand slam, dude. The kid was hitting bombs. So so the home runs are happening at this early of a stage, like the game's changing for them even. Yeah, but dude, those kids are using dog shit bats. I mean the bats nowadays suck. Yeah. And the fields like pony baseball fields aren't they could, they could be bigger. No, I I think they're the right size. Okay. I think they're the right yeah. size for the age group. I mean, yeah. Mario, like when you and I were in in little league, um, it seemed like the fences the fences were a little bit farther back, but yeah. not not by much. But the bats were like the bats were way better. Were so yeah, they were hot. Mario, you played for US UCSB and you went to Butte or Chico. I went to Butte College. So. I, you know, and you've been around the game for a while. You've been doing things. I don't know what else you did. You, uh, who is? Were you ever with a guy that who went the furthest in the Little League World Series? Do you know anyone who went super far in the Little yeah, League World I, Series? I, I, I uh, do you remember? The, I, I, th- I think Sean knows who this is, but do you remember Ashton White? Where is he from? He's Mission Viejo. Yeah, I think I think that name rings a bell. Remember that? Like, yeah, I think he, they were our age, or maybe like a media a year older you know somewhere in there i played with a guy that played with him so i played with a guy named taylor holiday that played with ashton white in the little league world series so i you know i look if i like thought about it i think there's maybe a couple other guys that that i played against that were there i think colby and cody rasmus were there at one point i think they were close to our age but i don't i don't know i never played against either of them i think we're just they were acquaintances of people I knew. Yeah, I but you were uh, you were in like your era in terms of being in college. Like you went against some pretty pretty prominent guys. Like uh, at at the time you were at UCSB, you played like Long Beach State and Fullerton, and you went against some dudes. Oh yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, but um, was any of those Mario? More competitive and more meaningful than when you play for the San Ines Pirates and you're playing football <laughs> against the Carpinteria Warriors. Warrior Pride. <laughs> well, I mean, what year? We were dog shit. I, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed playing football, I think, more than anything that I did in college. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I, you know, you learn how to... College is a, it's a, that's a, it's a grind. I mean, football is fun, you know. Football is a lot of fun. Once you get to college, it's it's a job. It's, it's a, a job you're not getting paid for. It's not a, yeah. It's it's a, it's a lot of effort and a lot of time, and you have to really, you, I don't know. You got to work, man. You know, that's the time where it really begins to be, uh, just kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> Totally. So, how many touchdowns have you scared? Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I had a great time, dude. But it was, you know, it's but a grind. Mar- yeah. Mario, but we—it's carp week for us. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, really? Yes, it's rivalry week for the high school. 
You guys are going there or what? Yeah, we, we are going there. Nice. How, how, what's your career stats against Carpinteria? Are they half decent? They're 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 gonna be they they'll be better than they were last year. Good, good. Well, you guys played your tails off on uh, on Friday. I thought you you know you guys played well after the first half. So. Yeah, we we made a lot a lot of little mistakes. You know, a lot of little things in a tight game that get you the L instead of the, instead of the dub. You know that yeah. that that's yeah. that that's that's the saying in any sport. Mm-hmm. You know, any game you play, you make enough small mistakes, it's going to prevent you from the win. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. You gotta. That's why everybody always focuses on the small little detail. Don't make penalties. Don't turn turn the ball. You know, I mean, high school it seems like it's pretty simple. Not like play calling wise, but for like if you just execute the game plan, for the most part, you'll win. You, and unless you're going against a better team, you know that you run into those teams well, that are just right. better than you, but that's, you're not. You're not putting yourself in precarious positions to lose. You know, you're doing everything you can to win. And then if they beat you, they just beat you because they're better. But, you know, you do the little things. You do the little things right. The big things take care of themselves. And, you know, moving forward this week, we're hoping to to get past those little mistakes and come out Mm -hmm. and play solid football. But so Carp Week. It's the second longest rivalry in the state of California. This is, I want to say, it's our seventy eighth meeting, and it's almost fifty fifty wins the lot. Uh, win, you know, uh, as far as the record, I think we're down by like four. No, I think, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's closer than that. I think it's like, but Carp, we've won the last four years. We've won the last four years. Carp's got the overall record like thirty four to thirty one and one or thirty one and two, and they like, like that. played so far back. Like the, their first games were like eight man football. It was. <laughs> it, it's it, and I, I, it sounds like a joke, but it's for real. It's like yeah. one of the longest. No, 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 you're probably right. I don't. I don't yeah, I don't know. it it's the second longest rivalry in the state, and you know that that's something we take pride in, and you know there's there's an old saying in San Inez during Carp Week. And fuck carp. It's fuck carp. You know, you know that that's that's the rules we live by. Right. If I could, if yep. I could trade one game from our senior year, Mario, it'd be the carp game because we got our asses kicked. And they weren't that much better than us. No, but we played like we dog played shit. like dog shit. Yeah. You know. It, it what about your junior year? Oh, we beat them fifty-one-zero. They were oh, terrible. Yeah. Well, oh. Year was different. Yeah. yeah year and then what good. about your sophomore year, Sean? You were guys. You guys were too good. Uh, sophomore year, we we murdered. Uh, Mario, like even the JV team okay. murdered them. Yeah, we we won. Yeah, JV. We we I think we beat. How many touchdowns do you think you scored against Carpinteria, Mario? I don't know. Maybe. One or two. I don't. I honestly don't remember. I think we only. Well, we got shut out our senior year, so we didn't know. score any touchdowns. Uh, oh. Senior year, I didn't score. I don't remember. I think maybe I. Scored they kept you out of the end zone. Mario has what records does Mario have, Sean? Mario's got the single game uh, touchdown record tied at five, yeah. and then he's got the single game rushing record for yardage at three fourteen. Yep. Damn. Well, that could have been broken a couple times, but I think. Um, for whatever reason, people were taking well, those kind of records. It has to be a game. Those kind of records. It has to be a game. Like so. Like if you're blowing out a team, you're not going to pull. You know. So here, here, here's my well, thing. It was like a perfect storm, dude. That's like what I'm saying. You know, last like, game, last game, Cabrillo sucked, but they kept, they kept, they stayed in the game with us, which forced yeah. you to stay in the game. It's like. A lot of people say, oh, they should have pulled him. No, they shouldn't have pulled well, him because I they kept... Pulled. I, I, dude, I didn't play the last eight and a half minutes of the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I need. Oh, someone remembers details, dude. I, oh, I, I don't even remember. I didn't play the last eight and a half minutes. Because I was cut cramped, dude. I was sitting on the sideline with my mom. Your mom came on the sideline? Dude, Mario got carried back to the sideline like three times because he cramped so bad. Did he? So, you know what I remember from the Cabrillo game? Tell me. I got got pulled with like six minutes to go from defense. What the fuck? And I'm just like, I'm losing my shit. It's my last game. I mean, I figured I'd make the all-star team. I don't want to fucking sound like an asshole, but I was pretty sure I was going to make the all-star team. You also thought you were going to win the Hitman Award. Yeah, that didn't happen either. (laughs) (laughs) That is the running joke at San Inez High. That was a team running joke, yeah. So, to get pulled out of of your last game as a senior, just, it's like soul-crushing. It's like, you're never going to play on that field again with that group of guys. Were you home? We were home. And it was like, we were kicking the, I mean, by the end, by the fourth, we were beating them by three scores. And it's like, oh, God, I want to stay in. My goal, like... Oh, you guys won, then. Oh, we won. Easy. We won, we oh, won yeah. 61-35. No, you get pulled. It just sucks that, like, the crowd or your squad don't give you love because they don't notice it. It's just, you. it's a it's a quiet jog, bro. You do your, you're, you're still doing your job. You're running off the field. And you're And done. you don't know. You're done. You don't even know. The coach will be like, hey, he'll walk up to you. And it's not kind of awkward. Like, you want, you're, you know you're winning the game. You At that point, I mean? you don't care. You know, and you're just like, just... You know, let me do what I gotta do, man. I want to game out, man. I don't like. I'm glad we're winning. I'm glad we're winning and all. But I love this game so much that I don't want to be taken out. Yeah, I you wanted I mean? to see. My goal was is I wanted to break. I, it was my last game. I wanted to break the single game tackle record. How close were you? I wasn't even close. They didn't. They didn't <laughs> run the ball. They went five wide yeah. almost the whole game. So yeah, it was they, like they never ran the ball. you should have let them catch it, Sean. <laughs> Just, I had to. That's the only way I was making tackles. <laughs> That's because your drop sucked. <laughs> Roberts have like 22 catches. Dude, Jason Roberts like some murdered. Kind of crazy number. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, hit... I think they broke some records too. Yeah, Drew. He didn't have Drew, a Drew Bernier game, but he. What had... Drew Bernier have? Uh, Drew Bernier went for like 350 on us. Oh yeah. Rushing? Like, no, receiving. Oh, yeah. who's the corner? Both of them. <laughs> Both of them equally. Yeah. We won't mention names on that one, but Dustin... not one. You can't mention one of them. No, Dustin Kelly threw for 500 plus yards. And we lost. Tell we me lost. they went to somewhere. They went to a school. Dustin Kelly's in the MLB. He's in the yeah, Twins. He played. He, he did. He played the Red Sox organization for a while. And he, I thought he was on the Twins. He was on the Twins. Oh wow! What do you play? Oh, maybe, uh, so was Bernier. Bernier went. Bernier went to the MLB too. Uh, his brother went to the. MLB. Oh okay. Drew did. Yeah. I don't but that's good stock. Drew, Drew wasn't bad though. He just wasn't. His brother was better. Yeah. The younger brother was supposed to be really good. Yeah, oh, oh, 2001. But yeah, rivalry week. We're getting ready for Carp. Shoot, I got two games yeah, Paul, this week. Paolo's got a freshman yeah. game tomorrow, tonight. We're going back-to-back. Back. We're going Thursday night, Friday night. We'll get some. Oh, it's, man. Stay down there. It's nice down there. No, they, uh, Paolo's got like a split squad game against a Santa Maria split squad. You know, just some, just an extra game for the a lot of the, the freshmen and... Some of the sophomores that need some more reps. Like there, this is a season where no one is going to complain about. Hey, I didn't get playing time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's not even the point of it. Like we love it. I love. We love the idea of this. The team loves the idea of this. Like we understand that we're a JV team. That we're getting better, and that we're going to get awesome reps. And our depth is. This game is going to make our depth that much better. And it's, you know, 
Most if you don't have a freshman team, but you have decent numbers, you should have a game like this once or twice a year, every year. Yeah, it's just more reps. You know, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't um, fabricate game like reps in practice. Nope. So, so this is a great thing. Yeah. Well, good. good. So. All right, Mario. Well, yeah, for Mario, you. you're go- he's going to my hometown tomorrow, Morgan Hill, for a work yeah, trip. I am. One day. Oh, God, I got to get up early, so. All right. Hey, you know if you ever get stuck there, you can just go to my parents' house. Yeah. yeah if no, you need no, it, like. There's no traffic up there. I like going up there. That That's the easiest drive in history, dude. It's, just, it's fast. You know, you can jam up there and jam Three and a half so. hours, you know what I mean? Like, you're there. Yeah. And it's easy. But it's it's far, but it's all, but it's but there's no traffic. I mean, it's super easy. Yeah, there's great stops in between. Yeah, yeah, the one Central Coast to the South Bay Area. Yeah, one hundred and one. It's an easy been, one. If everybody, if nobody's ever been to King City, you need to go. Oh, dude, it's fucking great. Don't go fast though. They have like it's the number one. It is. It is place for the Highway Patrol and tickets. Well, there's like a bunch of construction going on over there right now, and they'll, they'll get you anyway. They can't see their turrets, but. <laughs> hey. But Mario, make sure you wear your Epic Eyewear when you're driving. You want to wear some good sunglasses. EpicEyewear.com. One more time. Whistle 10. Get 10% off. A great pair of shades. You know. You don't want that glare in your eyes when you're driving. The accidents. You want to be able to see your speedometer. You don't want to go too fast going to King City. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're polarized, guys. They're $20. They're $30. You get 10% off and you give it back to Wooden Warrior. You're, you're supporting a veteran-owned and operated sunglass company. It's the best. Mario, make sure you get some Epic Eyewear. Thanks, guys. All right, Mario. Drive safe. I'll talk to you yep. later. See you guys. Bye. Bye. If you're listening to this, that's our inaugural. Oh, no. Ian Bailey. Mm-hmm. We did have a phone interview, but this is impromptu. Yeah, we just decided to see what see what was going to happen. I, we always kind of talk to Mario. And mention this, but I think this is the only way we could do it. I don't want him in person. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, and he's a jabber job too, bro. We I think we hit him on some sweet topics, you know, fantasy football. We talked actually we turned into some baseball, which was great. Yeah. You know? And it went here and there. But uh thanks for talking, Mario. Yeah, we we appreciate the phone call. Mm-hmm. Um again, let, we'll go back to Epic Eyewear real quick. We want to send them a big shout out, you know, throwing us a promo code, whistle ten. Get 10% off. Support a great cause. Veteran-owned. Female veteran-owned. I I love Made in the USA. I love... You know what I mean? I don't want to get... You know, seeing that on something I own gives me pride. That that's the, you know that's, what I mean. That's that's an important you, thing. You for nationalistic at, pride. Exactly. You know, you're 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 about you're about the cause, and you and know it's quality. It, it's it's good stuff. And to be a veteran-owned company, you know, you're seeing a lot more these days, which is a good thing. And oh yeah. As, and a female veteran-owned company, which you don't see a lot of, which is which is even better. And I love they have our back. You know, we have their back. And another thing is is there's they have ties to the valley. Oh yeah. Right, we talked about that. You talked uh, about with it. Rekha, like, yeah. I mean, I went to I went to school with their uh, Eric Massey, Eric who Massey. Is the, co- the cousin. So where did the, he go and play water polo? I don't remember, but he was he was he was a great water polo player. And I know he was a good swimmer. Um, I had him in a few classes. I good bet dude. you, even in water polo, Sainz hates carp. You I know? don't even know if carp has a water polo team. I don't know if they have, they a, have pool. a pool. I don't know if they have a pool. <laughs> They're so close to the ocean. You know what I mean? I'm sure they have a surf team. Boom. Hitting the rights and the lefts, bruh. 
The oh, waves are ripping at Rincon, bruh. <laughs> uh, spin them out, just like we did on this awesome episode of Hold My Whistle. It's good to be back in the dungeon with you. Man, I haven't had a bourbon and enjoyed it like this in a while. You are a great barman. I Thank pre- you. I appreciate it. My All right. That's enough of the compliments for you for at least a week. <laughs> I got I, I to gotta stop patting myself on the back. Hey, I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. It's another episode. Hold my whistle. Hit the music. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hold My Whistle. This episode was brought to you by EpicEyewear.com, my personal choice for shades on and off the practice field. So check out EpicEyewear.com and use promo code WHISTLE10 on your next purchase. Remember, EpicEyewear.com.